everybody, Dean Chris, so excited to be in the studio this week. I'm going to give you a little tease. This is going to be just a conversation between you and I, where I'm just going to talk about some things that I've kind of learned over the past couple of weeks or some things that I've kind of been contemplating on and, you know, how a life gets really, really, really busy that uh, you just sometimes don't take the time to really evaluate yourself and kind of figure where you're heading next. Folks, I hope you enjoy it. Set back, as we always say, turn up the volume, get ready to change your life. Hi, I'm Dean Chris. Welcome to Straight Talk on Leadership. This is what we'd like to say is the no BS zone, where we give you leadership tips, ideas, and practical suggestions to help you become a top leadership performer. Our goal is simple, help you become the best version of yourself and reach your highest potential as a leader. So sit back, turn up the volume, be ready to change your life. Hi everybody, Dean Crisp in the studio doing solo work this week. You know, I don't usually do that solo work. I always have somebody with me. I have Kelly Corbin, who is our business direction, uh, director of operations, or I have a guest on with me. And, you know, uh, it's, it's really great to do that. But today I'm just going to spend some time with you and talk about some things that I've, uh, just been thinking about over the last couple of weeks as it relates to, you know, how to help yourself, uh, self improve how to uh, really get the most out of what you're trying to get. And it's not going to be a really structured podcast today because I'm just going to have a conversation with you because over the last several weeks, I've been really thinking about, you know, as things get really, really busy and here we are again, right in the midst of this COVID craziness. And we're not really sure uh, what's next. And uh, is this Delta variant, what it's going to end up doing. Uh, and, and our schools are shutting down and just, so many things are happening, you know, it just gets, gets crazy again. And I want to talk about how do we kind of stay on track and what do we do to help ourselves stay motivated and, you know, all those things. We're just going to have a little bit of a conversation with you. Not real sure how this long this podcast is going to go. It's just going to come right out of from the heart today. So I hope you enjoy it. And uh, I really appreciate all of you who have been attending our classes. I really appreciate everybody who's been sending text, emails, uh, we get those uh, daily from people who have been listening to the podcast or we uh, get text or we get messages from people who have uh, been in our classes or who have read the book, uh, Essential Leadership Lessons from the Thin Blue Line. And we just really appreciate. We want you to know that's uh, so appreciated from us and from me personally. I want to thank you for uh, investing in me by uh, trusting me in those classes and to provide you the best leadership that is available, leadership training that's available. We've added Mackenzie Brow to our staff here, or really it's Mackenzie Brow Craig to the staff at LHLN. And uh, she's been uh, doing some virtual assistant help to Kelly Corvin, as I said earlier, who's our business development coordinator. And she's also been doing a lot of marketing, website development. She's got a degree from Appalachian State University and she's got in graphic design and she's just so talented. And it really uh, shows you the importance of uh, putting folks in uh, the seat uh, that are able to help you and uh, that are uh, motivated and have a desire to do things. It really shows you how impactful one person can be 
Although I don't care how big your organization is. I don't care how many folks you got on your team. But one dedicated individual can really, really make a difference. And uh, she's been pushing Kelly and I to those next uh, levels. And uh, you just really got to enjoy that and really enjoy seeing that happen. So folks have been on the road quite a bit uh, in the last several weeks and uh, got an opportunity to teach uh, last week in one of my favorite locations, uh, Palm Beach, and uh, was able to do uh, a week that uh, was designed around pulling together teams and how do you work more efficiently as a team and how do you how does your team come together and 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 really reach heights and levels that you haven't seen before? So it's a great week. Uh, had some great, wonderful students in the classroom who were really dedicated and uh, really enjoyed that week down there. And maybe we get a chance here to talk about some of those things that I kind of learned and and so moving forward with that. And you know, it's just been a busy time of year for us, and uh, this is. Uh, this type of year, this time of year is really busy in the training business. A lot of people are getting training. Uh, it's right after the school year starts and a lot of classes are full. So we really appreciate that. So let's take some time to talk about, uh, you know, issues in terms of what I've learned in terms of trying to get myself better. And one of the things that I've kind of found out is, is that it's, it's a constant battle. You know, I, I don't really care who you are. I don't care how good you think you are. I don't care how smart you think you are. I don't care how effective you think you are. It is a constant battle every single day with yourself to really be your absolute best. Everything in life is designed to create a barrier to our success. Uh, and, and it's not that the world is... It's trying to knock us down. It's not that the world is not trying to embrace us. The world really doesn't care. But what does matter is you and your dedication and your commitment to what you're trying to accomplish and how much you're willing to push yourself. And over the past several weeks, I've uh, really found out that, you know, you yourself and, and I've always known these things, but I'm, I'm kind of seeing seeing them play out with my own personal motivation or my own personal discipline. And I, I found out that the more disciplined I, I stay or the more disciplined and focused I am, the more motivation stays pretty constant. And one of the things that I have found to be true in my life is, is that sometimes I can be less motivated than at other times. Uh, I mean, I'm not really wanting to do something or I don't really want to go to the gym and work out or I really don't want to read another article or I really don't want to, you know, teach uh, the same subject or I don't want to. You know, I find myself in a in a low motivation mode sometimes. And, you know, it's interesting how we we kind of listen to ourselves when that happens. And what we do is we have a tendency to kind of listen to what we're feeling. You know, if we don't feel like we want to do it, we just stop and we kind of say, all right, well, let's just, just listen to ourselves." And the interesting thing about when you listen to yourself is that I want you to, to visualize for just a second, three zones of your life. So like three areas of your life, you have your comfort zone, which imagine these as circles and one circle surrounds the other circle. So in the center circle is you have this thing called the comfort zone. 
which that's kind of like what you seek all the time. Uh, I'm not really, uh, I'm always wanting to be comfortable. And, and I don't know if you're like me or not, but you like it when things are good. You like it when things are going smooth. You like it when you don't have to really worry. You like it when you don't have to really push yourself. And now that's for the most, most of us, right? I mean, I'm not talking about the people like David Goggins, who is just on that extreme level of mindset or that extreme level. I th- it was interesting. I saw a, uh, a tweet or an Instagram post about him the other day when he was talking about being a savage and being a savage is not being someone that you want to be. And it's not claiming that you're a savage. It's just a state of mind you get to when you push yourself to levels that you've never, ever, ever really reached. Uh, and particularly in his mindset, it's the one as it t- comes to physical pushing himself, he, uh, he referred to himself as a savage. And that's a savage mindset. And I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about reaching levels of having, because most of us are not willing, nor do we have the circumstances, nor do we have the ability to push ourselves to those crazy levels. I'm just talking about pushing yourself to a level where you can be successful. And that's that really is not about so much motivation. That's really about discipline. And I've got to learning those things where, You know, what I'm finding is you think about these three zones and let's get back to those for a moment. So you have three zones, the comfort zone. And right outside of that zone is the uncomfortable zone. And then right outside of that zone is the panic zone. And so if you think about these for a moment, think about they're not just one big layer where it says comfort. And then there's not big one big layer that's uncomfortable and not one big layer that says panic. There are multiple layers within inside of that. So imagine like a target with the circles going around that. That's how the zones in each one of those are. And each one of those requires a certain level of pushing yourself out of those zones or a certain level of being able to handle that particular situation that you're in. So imagine that for a moment and imagine at the core of that. We really all like to be very comfortable. And it's not that we're bad people when we want to be comfortable. We just like things to be easier. We like things to be settled. We like things to be normal, if you will. And then right outside of that is that uncomfortable zone when things get a little bit out of whack, when things are not really moving in your way, or you're wanting to push yourself to a certain level, you have to push yourself out of that comfort zone. Like if you don't want to work out, that's your comfort zone. You're just kind of sitting around and then you know that working out is going to make you uncomfortable, both physically and mentally, because it's going to require some work. So I use the physical realm of working out just to kind of get you an idea of what I'm talking about. Or it could be at work where you don't want to have a meeting with a particular person. You don't want to deal with it today. You just don't want to talk about it. You don't want to do anything about it. So you you want to be comfortable that day and not push yourself for that, or you've just had enough. And And I understand those things. And so then that outer edge is the panic zone where that's things are more out of control. And, it, and at the outer, outer, outer edge of that panic zone is when things are just so rapidly evolving, like, and I'm going to use this because the, you know, in the cop world, we use this. We know about these situations a lot, like in a shooting, you know, that's the panic zone where you're really not sure what's going to happen next. 
you're just evolving and you're it's dynamic and it's just taking hold right and it's it's unfolding right in front of you and you really have no idea what's going to happen we're not talking about those zones we're not talking about those levels but i will say what i found is is that the more i push myself out of my comfort zone and into the uncomfortable zone the things that i really might not want to do the more i grow and the more I push myself and I start developing this thing called discipline that helps me continually push myself out. Let's take a short break from the show and we'll be right back. Hey, Straight Talk listeners, this is Kelly Corvin, Director of Business Development here at LHLN. Just wanting to highlight one of our signature courses, Intentional Leadership. Many of you have taken that class, but many of you have not. And I just wanted to let you know that it is two and a half days of action-packed next-level leadership development. I don't care where you are on your journey. You can be starting out as a supervisor or at the executive level. You will learn the new way to lead in the 21st century from one of the top leadership influencers, Dean Crisp. Learn more about that class, where it's being hosted this year, or request to host a class at www.lhln.org. Now, I want to talk about the difference between discipline and motivation. Motivation means that you got to find a reason to do it, like you want to do it. You're waiting for this particular feeling to get motivated. You can either be motivated to a high level to accomplish something, or you can be demotivated to a level you just don't want to do anything. And a lot of people, when you talk about the terms of motivation, they look at it in the realm of being the positive motivation, but there's also negative motivations. And one of the things that I have found is that the people that I hang around with sometimes can create a negative motion or, or emotion within myself uh, to make me see the world not in the way I want to see it. Uh, how many of you out there have ever hung around somebody who is just or talked to someone who is just extremely negative? Well, that creates a demotivation in my mindset. I have to check myself up and uh, get away from that person. And then when they walk away, I have to find a reason to get myself motivated in a positive way. And we all know those people. Uh, but what I have found is, is that we all wait on motivation way too much. We wait on that feeling of when we feel good, we're going to do it. Or when it feels like, you know, it's going to be easier, we do it. And sometimes you really need to push through those feelings to really get to that level you want to get to. And what I found about discipline is, is that discipline is you do it anyway. It really doesn't matter how you feel. You just get in such a mode or you get into the way where you know it's going to be uncomfortable and you just discipline yourself to do it anyway. Now, when you are able to be disciplined to do things, it's kind of funny how things changed. Uh, I know uh, one of the authors that I'm uh, reading a book uh, and, and I didn't like his first book that much, not because I didn't think it's a good book. It was just a little more of a difficult read for me. 
Extreme Ownership, written by Jocko Willink. And a lot of you might like that book. And I don't dislike that book. I'm just saying it's a more of a little bit of a more of a difficult read for me. And when I was reading Jocko's book, the one thing about extreme ownership is, is that I do like the fact that he says in that book, you got to get past your own ego and you got to take ownership of team failures. And I really like that. That's extremely, extremely important to be able to do. But it was a heavy military uh, based with mission focus and all those things. And it was just a little more of a difficult read. But the book he's talking about. And in that book, though, I really liked that book because he said something in that book that kind of was life changing when I read it, when he said that discipline. Now, listen to me. He said discipline will bridge the gap or fill the gap when motivation fails. Now, I'm going to say that again. He said that discipline will fill the gap when motivation fails. And I really studied on that. And to be honest with you, that has made me look at my own motivation much, much differently. I don't wait anymore to feel good to do something. If I know that I'm going to do that, I need to do something, then I try to push through, uh, even though I may not feel to do it. Now, I want you to think about this in terms of your leadership or in terms of how you lead people. You can either play two games with them. You can play the short game or the long game. Now, the short game is where you just do things. You focus on task. You just focus on getting the job done. And you don't really focus on the development of the people that you're leading. Now, when you do that, you have a tendency to just do what needs to be done. Push people forward to get the task done. But you don't spend the time to personally develop them to be the best version of themselves, which means that when it comes time again to do the same thing, you have to oversee almost everything they do. If you're spending a lot of time with your people, working with them and having to oversee what they do, then you're playing the short game. Now, I'm not trying to tell you to go ahead and just lose that game. And I'm not telling you to go ahead and stop that game, but I am telling you to evaluate that game. Now, the next game is called the long game. Now, the long game is where you spend the time to develop the people the best of your ability and the best of their ability to where they get motivated on their own and they become disciplined in doing their task. Now, if you're out there helping people get better at what they're doing and you're pushing them to push their self to the next level, then you're a long game player. And you have to realize that in the long game, Initially, it's going to be a lot tougher, but in the long term, it's going to be a lot easier because these people will become self-sufficient. And a lot of times we don't do that. Now, I'm not trying to make this whole podcast about long game or short game, although I could do that. And maybe I'll do that in the future as to some things that I've learned about in terms of long or short game. But I want you to use this in terms of motivation. If you're waiting for yourself and waiting for yourself to feel good, to really do things, you're playing the short game. means that whatever is satisfying at the moment, whatever feels good right now, you just have a tendency to do. Now, that works in a lot of things that we do. 
But for things that we really want to develop our future self or really helping ourselves become the best that we can be, you cannot play the short game because the results are always based upon the past and the present. They're never based on the future. And so I just want to keep that, want you to keep that in mind. So some things I've learned about myself is, so I'm going to use an example of like one of my why statements, and I, I encourage all of you to have a why statement as it relates or relating to every significant area of your life. Now, my why statement for teaching and going out on the road, which I'm getting ready to pack up today and head back out on the road. And when you get on those planes, it's really difficult sometimes to get on those planes, especially when you've only been day at home a couple of days. But my why of teaching and, and going out in the classroom and helping other leaders is to inform, to inspire, and to help educate others to live a purpose-driven life. Now, you think about that, to inspire, to inform, to help educate others to live a purpose-driven life. And my why of working out is I want to live a long life and have a great quality of life. So let's talk about that motivation and let's talk about that pushing yourself when you really don't feel like it to stay disciplined. A lot of times when it comes five o'clock in the morning, last thing you want to do is get up and go work out. Well, that's the comfort zone. That's where the mattress has you. That's where a thing I call mind over mattress, you know, if you will. You've got to get your mind over your mattress. And if you do that, you're going to lay there in the bed and then you're going to get up an hour or two later and you're going to wish you'd worked out. Now, that's the short game. And that's waiting on motivation to push you to the next level. But what I submit to you is you got to be disciplined. And when you're disciplined, that means you look at the long game and then you look at how am I going to make myself get to those levels I want to get to and fulfill what my why is. And so when I do that, I push myself to a level that I'm really not or wasn't wasn't really or didn't think I could go to because I become disciplined. And I get up, I get out of bed, and I go do what I got to do, and I don't like it. It doesn't feel good, and I'm not comfortable doing it. But once I get there, or once I start doing it, I see the value in it. And that's the same thing in everything you're doing in your life. If you've got something you really want to work on, you got something you really want to get better at, stop waiting on motivation. Motivation will never come. It will never stay. It will. It's not sustainable. Discipline is sustainable. So what I want to tell you, and the whole purpose of this podcast was just to have a conversation with you to understand, to help you understand over the past several months, I've been pushing myself to be more disciplined instead of waiting on the motivation. If you wait on motivation, you're always going to be second place. You wait on motivation, you're always you're never going to fulfill your best version of you. If you stay disciplined, you'd be surprised at the things you're going to get done. So those have those you know those thoughts have I, I wanted to share them with you because uh, over the past several weeks I've been more disciplined. I've been working, reading more, working out more. I've been focused on getting the, the best version of myself, and I found that discipline is the key. Be disciplined. Take the time to set your goals of what you want to accomplish. 
Don't wait on motivation because motivation is fool's gold. If you're waiting on motivation, it'll never come around. If you're waiting, if you're disciplined, motivation is automatic out of discipline. Folks, I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. I really appreciate you joining us every single week. It does my heart good to, to hear the uh, the phone calls from people and talk to people and it also to get the messages and the, the text and the emails to let you know that you're really enjoying our podcast. I want to thank you for that. And I really appreciate you hanging in there to straight talk on leadership. Folks, hope you've enjoyed this. Uh, just a moment with me here talking to you personally, just about some things I've learned over the last several weeks. So folks, hope you enjoyed it. As we always say, until next time, I'm Dean Crisp. Thank you for listening to Straight Talk on Leadership with Dean Crisp. Make sure you like and subscribe to the podcast so that you don't miss an episode. You can go to www.lhln.org to find upcoming classes where you can book Dean for his new class. And you can also check out his new book, Essential Leadership Lessons from the Thin Blue Line. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.